0: Hey there, this is Bhavna, and you are listening to the podcast Let's Learn, Unlearn, and Relearn English. In the previous episode, I, I talked about better ways to say I don't know so that we can alleviate and remove the stress and worries when somebody asks a question. And in my previous episode, I talked about two situations. Number one, you should know the answer, but you don't. Number two, it's not your area of expertise, but someone wants to know what you think. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the other two situations. Situation number three, you need more details to give the right answer. And then at the end, I'm going to share some casual slang ways we use to say, I don't know in English with those moments when it is okay to say. So let's get started for today. Before I talk about the different situations. Let's start with the polite expressions. There are five key tag expressions that you can add to any of these I don't know phrases. It is going to help you sound more professional and more polite. Like, I don't know, but I'll try to find out. I don't know, but I'll double check. I don't know, but I'll look into that. I don't know, I'll get back to you. I don't know, but I'll let you know. Can you guess why these tag expressions are so important, friends? If you just tell someone, I don't know, you're not really showing that you care or you're interested. But when you use these tag expressions, You are showing that I care, I'm going to do something or I'm going to do some more research and all that you know, what I find out. So we're going to be, we're going to be adding these expressions onto all of the I don't know expressions for you to remember them accordingly. Situation number three, when someone asks you a question and you realize that you don't know the answer exactly and this is also a good opportunity for you to learn together with someone. For example, you are training someone new at work or someone recently joined your team. They ask you a question and you kind of know the answer but you also know that this is an opportunity to train this person so that they know what to do going forward and they don't have to ask this question again. In those situations, there are two great things that you can say instead of saying, I don't know. Number 1. That's a great question. Let's look into it together. Two. Let's see if we can figure that out together or let's see if we can find out that information or let's see if we can figure out this process. Finally coming to situation number 4 when someone asked you a question but you are really not sure what they are asking. You need more information or more specific details. Instead of simply panicking, getting stuck and saying, I don't know, you can see the upcoming expressions. Expression number one, before I answer that question, could you provide a few more details? Or two, before I answer that, could you clarify what do you mean? When you say that, it forces the other person to continue speaking and get more specific and clear about what they are asking you. And it gives you time to think about what to say. Now that you have come with some better alternatives to say I don't know, let's talk about some common slang or casual expressions you might hear when it is okay to say I don't know. For example, you've got a friend who always loses her keys. Every time you meet her, you find her saying, have you seen my keys? Do you know where I put them? And of course you don't know. (laughs) Instead of saying, I don't know, you could say, I don't have the faintest idea or I don't have." the foggiest idea. Foggiest idea means is generated from a situation. Sometimes in the morning when the weather is changing, especially in winters, you can see clouds are really close to ground and they makes it difficult to see and nothing is clear. So when you say or when someone talks about having a foggiest idea or they don't have a foggiest idea. It means that there's no clarity, there isn't a clear picture in the mind. Now let's get back to more examples of some great expressions to say, I don't know. You could also say, I don't have a clue or simply no clue. Or not a clue anything is fine next don't ask me this is this might sound a little rigid or rude so just analyze the situation and make sure that you are using in a situation where this is okay to say three who knows Instead of saying, I don't know, you can say, who knows? Fourth, your guess is as good as mine. Number five, how should I know this? This expression is a bit defensive. Hence, I would suggest to use this expression in a right situation. Number six. I wish I knew. Seven. Beats me. It beats me. This expression can be used in a casual setting wherein you aren't able to understand anything about that particular situation. So next time when one of your friends asks you asks you a question and you definitely have no idea what to answer is which which one of those would you use share your voice messages right away if you're listening to me on anchor and before we finish i would definitely want you to practice and try to get some of these language into your active vocabulary the best way to do that is to immediately practice what you have learned so that It sticks and get recorded in your mind and you can use it easily in those situations where you really need it. So I have a couple of questions for you. Are you ready guys? Okay. Number one, what would you say if a colleague asks you a question in a business meeting and you should have the answer but you don't? how would you respond question number two i've got a question for you again it might not be your area of expertise but i want to know your thought about it what do you think is the best way to become confident and fluent in english share your voice messages if you're listening to me on anchor And If you are listening to me on other platforms, you can get connected with me through my Instagram page and Facebook page. I have shared the details in the description Now if you found this lesson to be useful to you I would like to know there are three ways that you can tell me number one make sure you like favorite or subscribe my podcast channel So you never miss any of my lessons or any of my episodes further Two, Share with friends or colleague by email or Facebook You can even share the podcast link on whatsapp with them number three also you may share your suggestions learnings and queries on my Facebook page or Instagram page. The details, as I said earlier, are shared in the description. With all that being said, thank you so much for joining me, for listening to me till the end. And have a fantastic week ahead. Till then, happy learning. Let's talk about the idiom of the day, a storm in a teacup, a storm in a teacup, this means a lot of unnecessary anger and worry about a matter that is not so important, or a great excitement or anger about a trivial point. It is said to mean that something is not very important but people are making a lot of unnecessary fuss about it. The usual American expression is, a tempest in in a teacup, a tempest in a teacup. For example, she made an official complaint to CEO about the type of cheese in the cheese sandwiches at the canteen this seems to be a storm in a teacup or this is a sort of thing that starts like a storm in a teacup and raises great constitutional issues or I fail to comprehend why advertising industry is raising such a storm in a teacup or The whole controversy turned into a storm in a teacup or a general American expression is a tempest in a teacup. Now let's talk about the smart word of the day, interlocutor. I-N-T-E-R-L-O-C-U-T-O-R Interlocutor One who takes part in a dialogue or conversation or a person who is in a conversation with somebody else or a person or an organization that talks to another person or another organization on behalf of somebody else For example, the music party was so loud that my interlocutor couldn't understand a word I said during the conversation. Or, the actor is a poor interlocutor who usually responds to media queries with one word response. Or, Rohan was a key interlocutor between his corporate clients and the market. Sounds interesting, right? Interlocutor derives from the Latin word interloqui. Inter means between and loqui means to speak. The synonyms of this word or the similar words for interlocutor are conversationalist, schoomer, dialogist or interviewer. So that's all for today. This is Bhavna Verma signing off for the day and happy listening. Stay tuned for the next episode.